0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in live. This is a prayer for obedience. Giving our lives to Christ is an act of obedience and speaks for us that we are giving up our sinful ways to follow him. But that does not mean that the temptation to sin is not still there. Let us pray. Lord, you have announced that if we love you, we will keep your commandments. To walk with you and talk with you is to avoid sin. We must die daily unless sin arises and kills us. Therefore, give us a willing and able desire to follow you wherever it may take us. In your holy name, we pray. Amen. Today's topic. One man's disobedience versus one man's obedience. The decisions to consult the Lord in every area of our lives, including relationships, financial decisions, educational goals, business plans, and so on. The Lord wants to be included in our marriages, anything and Everything that concerns us, our Heavenly Father desires to be a part of it. Sometimes we are going in the right direction according to his will. However, our timing isn't right. God not only knows what we should do, but how and when to do it. Some of the choices we make for ourselves seems pleasing and correct from our perspective. On the other hand, if our choices are not God's will, then brace yourselves because you will regret them eventually. I've learned that lesson the hard way. Trust me when I say give your problems and choices to the Lord for only he knows what's best for you. Obedience is a great choice. It closes the gates of hell and opens the windows of heaven. As believers, we have the Holy Spirit within us to guide us in all of our ways. But if our egos and pride keeps us from the Lord's leadership and we insist on going our own way, then the Lord will let us hit rock bottom and face the consequences of our actions. We will stay in the pit until we decide to repent, turn back to him, in addition to respectfully choosing his way for our life. Our obedience not only affect our destiny, It also affects other people whom God has assigned to our destinies. It could be our families, friends, children, or the nations. Romans chapter five, verse 18 teaches us, for just as by one man's trespass, one man's false step, and falling away led to condemnation for all men. So one man's act of righteousness leads to acquittal and right standing with God and life for all men. Obedience brings blessings and disobedience brings curses. We need to reflect upon our faith as well as meditate on the words of our heavenly father and mother over and over again, so that we can achieve the everlasting kingdom of God. Amen? Think about it. Your life might be in better shape if someone in your past would have obeyed God. If there is a cycle of disobedience in our families, churches or among associates that we are connected to then we are in danger this generation is spiritually blind and functions from people pleasing they put more faith in family and friends than in jesus let's argue your family and your friends have the potential to send you and them straight to hell. Instead of yelling F-O-E, family over everything, you should be screaming J-O-E, Jesus over everything. Now moving on, why not break the cycle of disobedience by refusing to be disobedient in your life? Repeat after me. I am a generational curse breaker, a person committed to building a legacy by breaking and destroying the cycle of emotional, mental, and financial poverty that currently plagues my family and my heritage. Ask God. Right now, to help you change, pray to surrender your own attempts to fix your life and allow God to guide you from this day forward. Adam's disobedience toward God brought about significant changes that affect not only each and every one of us, but also creation the loss of right standing with our creator, a separation from God. It caused us to live in a cursed environment. Genesis chapter 3, verse 19 reveals to us the curse of death. Remember the story about Cain killing his brother Abel, the first human death recorded in the book of Genesis. And there were several more violations against us, all because of one man's disobedience. Here comes our Redeemer. Some core things Jesus accomplished in his death, which he did not deserve, but he did it anyway. Thank you, Lord. The guilt of our sin was taken away from us and placed on Jesus who counseled it by death. By dying in our place for our sins, the Lord removed the wrath, anger of God that we rightly deserved. Notice, God already loved us completely, which is the reason he sent Jesus to die. The death of our Lord turned wrath into favor so that God's love may recognize its purpose of doing good to us every day in all things forever without sacrificing his justice and holiness. Because of our sins, we were orphans, separated from God. Therefore, the Holy Lamb of God reconciled us to him. Just like a mother bear covers her baby cubs, we were saved from death, delivered from hell. The Lord's death defeated the powers of darkness. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 declares, he disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him is the devil. Satan's only weapon that can harm us or hurt people is unforgiven sin. Jesus took this weapon away from him, but it only applies to those who believe and repent. Let's do a quick recap. One man's disobedience caused judgment and we were made sinners. One man's obedience caused justification and placed us in right standing with God. As I conclude this episode, I want to share some valuable advice with someone. You are free to make whatever choices for your life you want. We rightfully have the freedom of choice. However, you are not free from the consequences of your choices. Be blessed, tune in live for Friday's episode and have a great day.